This is a fucking podcast. Hello and welcome to RSF Radio. I am your host, Joe Fucking Monday. Uh, not like in the current sense. Uh, it's it's more of like a name thing and not an adjective thing. Uh, but I got two guests on this fucking podcast. <laughs> kings of the Northeast. Nice, 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 nice. The kings of the Northeast. Uh, one of the strongest Urians in, in America, Burkish man, and one of the hardest working event organizers I know, Lucky D. How you doing? Lucky D, how you doing? <laughs> Fuck, I did it again. <laughs> Fuck. I am fucking fantastic, Joe. Thank you for having us. <laughs> All right. So a little backstory on that, because that people are going to hear that and be like, why did it start this way? Well, this is the second time that we started recording this. Uh, and I, d- I made the same mistake <laughs> this time <laughs> than I did last time after correcting myself. If we somehow lose this audio uh, and we go back and record another bit, uh, I'm going to include this at the end of, of, of that no, talk. By the, by the fifth time, we'll have it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only wasted time. But uh, what I like to do at the start of a show, so this is one of the few times where I have more than one guest on at a time. Uh, so in that light, uh, I like to open up this segment uh, to, for whatever you guys have going on. Whatever you want to push, let's push it right at the beginning. Like, where do you want people to follow? What do you want people to watch out for that you have going on? Because I know you guys got stuff going on. So, Burkish Man, we'll start with you this time. Uh, sure, yeah. So if to just, like, promote stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever okay, you got going um, on. Yeah, so, I mean, I got a Twitter. You can follow me on my Twitter. Um, I post a lot of Urian stuff or just random things. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's twitter.com slash burkishman. Um, uh, I also am sponsored by Team Dramatic. You can follow them at twitter.com slash dramaticgg. Uh, dramatic is spelled with a K. It's a little weird. Um, I also have a Twitch that I stream on, like, once every year. <laughs> uh, Twitch.tv slash burkishman. I'm going to try to start streaming there more, but... um. Yeah, that's pretty much all the stuff. And then you'll catch me at random streams at tournaments in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. You got good Urian tech. You're definitely worth a follow, at least for that. Uh, yes, Or exactly. if people want to hit you up for sets, you're always... It seems like you're always down for that. Always down, of course. Uh, so, in that case, uh, Lucky D, what do you have going on? Hello, hello. Uh, well, I mean, first and foremost, if you have a Facebook, go ahead and join uh, New England Fighting Game Community, any FGC. That's the primary Facebook group where a lot of people um, can go and find out about events and things like that nature. If you don't have a Facebook, uh, Traveling Controller is the name of the company. Um, it's primarily Massachusetts with no New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're in one of those four states, reach out to Traveling Controller. My name's Dan. Um, I can point you in the right direction of where to go if you're looking to, you know, become a part of a community, go to a local, find a tournament, things like that. So what actually is Traveling Controller? Because you say that as if, like, maybe I even know what you're talking about. But True. <laughs> that, True. Sounds, that sounds like something that, I mean, is, is it a local? Is it so, so a collective the, of locals, perhaps? It's, yeah, I'd say collect. So the real quick version of it, and we can go into it more, but we don't have to, is that... A couple years ago, the New England fighting game community kick-started um, uh, a startup company that I called Traveling Controller, and I full-time build fighting game locals, venues, tournaments, monthlies, etc. Places to go and physically play fighting games with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in the you know Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire area. So... Uh, if there is a fighting game uh, entity that hosts locals in that area, there's a bunch of them, and I've probably I either help at very like a very specific like all the time or uh, consultation or or help out help build and grow a lot of them. Uh, is this- and so you know. Is this, I mean, that to me that sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like a lot of hard work for a not even just one but like a network of people so like a whole lot of people are involved Um, even if you run it yourself or maybe you have a couple key key members that really make shake things up but that seems like a lot of work but i mean is it if i were someone who was had an area out 
in another region of the world. Let's just say, yeah. like, uh, for example, Southwest Pennsylvania, for example. Nice. You got there. The yeah, 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 uh, nice. Uh, what if I shout out to, to all the Southwest Pen Pennsylvania fighting game people? We we got them. We got. Yeah. Them. I mean, hey, fuck man. Um, uh, fucking uh, nephew. I mean, he went to school here, but we'll we'll own him. Uh, anyway. Wait, did you just pinpoint a fighting game player from the random area that you pulled out of your head? Hell yeah, man! Western Pennsylvania, okay, okay, Western PA, okay, Western okay, PA. Okay. He went to CMU. Okay, yep. I'm, in, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. All he right, went continue. to CMU. Sure, you can. The whole it's the whole kit and bang. Uh, it's the whole thing. But he only came out here for school. So he just he just moved out. He said where, and I forget where it was. I think okay. it was California. But, but yeah, are so, you talking about nephew? Yeah, he like just graduated, right? That's what I saw. Yeah, yeah, he just graduated CMU. Uh, oh, cool. Full so, hours. Uh, but it, so but let's saying, say he just beat me at combo breakers. Let's change the subject. Yeah, no, he's really fucking strong. Uh, yeah. Catch catch him on uh, on Street Fighter League tonight if you listen to this on Thursdays or catch the vods. Uh -huh. <laughs> just predicting when they're gonna listen. Uh, catch anyway. this tonight on Christmas if you're listening on Christmas. Yeah. Oh yeah, I kind of don't. I never really consider the historicity of of these episodes. <laughs> uh, it, to me, it's like a, a a timely thing. It's of it's of a, it's the spirit of the times, man. It's the zeitgeist. Yeah. People are living in it right now. Hell yeah, living in it yesterday. But all right, so reel it back. If I was trying to set up a, a situation where I could go somewhere and help someone start up a local or kickstart a local, let's say, or mm -hmm. multiple locals. How would I even go about that? Is that an expensive endeavor? What is that? I mean, so uh, it's, I mean, of course, the local is whatever you want it to become. And a ton of people have different aspirations and ideas of what they want and what they get out of fighting games. So it's kind of like always kind of molding to what whoever is like putting the effort in. But, um, I mean, we have maybe five different places that you can go in the area, maybe more, five to six places in the area that can go, and you can go physically play fighting games with people um, in some sort of competitive format. Uh, uh, we have a player base of like, I don't know, 12, 1,500 people, and Dang. we have, yeah, and then we have a venue, the a centralized venue that gets... 60 to 80 people every week playing a bunch of different games so um you know and that all takes equipment time toing scheduling marketing you know the whole the whole shebang um and it's always moving it's always changing game new games are always coming out new players come in new players get introduced old players come back you know it's always it's um it's this always changing group of uh, or management of like this huge, awesome community. Yeah. That's actually something that I, I feel like maybe not a lot of people have had the opportunity to experience this. You're probably one of the few people, um, that, that have, but you bring up that rotation, uh, and this is just me kind of like having like a, a heartfelt moment of like, man, I remember a lot of people who like used to play it just, don't show up anymore or like i'll message them out of the blue and just be like hey glad you're still alive man like yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it i mean i think it always comes down to just do you like playing fighting games and do you like playing the latest batch of fighting games you know because right. really there's always other reasons people go to locals and majors and tournaments and regionals and com competition, but really it comes it, it comes down to do you have fun playing these games, and are you a competitively minded person? Right. And if you check those boxes off, everything it kind of all falls the wayside. It's Combo Breaker 2016 is actually, and this isn't any slight toward the local Chicago scene. I think I just met some people who weren't either aware of their local scene um, or what have you, but I met a couple of players who were Chicago native and we were telling them about our local scene 
and they were like, we were, we really wish we had that. Combo Breaker is one of the only times in the year that I get to actually go somewhere and play fighting games with people. Mm, and people that's... don't see the incredulous look on my face of like, <laughs> well, hey, I don't know if yeah. that's, I don't know if that's true, well, my guy. <laughs> and and see that, and that's and that's part of it. Part of it right. is you know, uh, getting people aware of their local scene. Sometimes that's all it is. Sometimes it's just. You'll get a, a new guy to come in, and he turns out that he's an online warrior, and he's really good, and he's been wanting a local scene. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he shows up, and he goes, I had no idea this existed. Like, zero idea this existed. And now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm super amped. Like, I'm super hyped. I thought the only way I could play was online. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I also think it's interesting how, like, <clears throat> he's talking about, like, this, the rotation of players. Because, like... When I, I first came into, like, the New England scene in, like, 2013, 2014, mm-hmm. and, like, if I was to compare, like, a tournament, like, I had last week compared to a tournament then, it's probably, like, almost 100% different people. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but the player counts are, like, don't really change. If not, they, or if they go up. So it's, like... Right. You, as long as you create... It's, 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 like, if you build it, people will come. You know what I mean? So people will leave, but then new people will. <laughs> yeah if you build it people yeah. will come they'll also leave but they'll also come <laughs> yeah they'll leave when they don't yeah. when they don't like the game but they'll come. yeah <laughs> and i think that's probably that kind of hits home one of the harder things that i that i deal with yeah. uh i mean i've been playing for a while now and when wait, and wait, like you play fighting it, games oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Player? yeah wait, uh, wait, wait you dry- play dolson that's weird <laughs> See me in Dragon Ball MFers. Oh, okay. Oh, we're All censoring right. now. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're right. My bad. I didn't know you were keeping up with it. Honestly, as someone who like does any stuff for the community, like actually playing fighting games is so low on the list of things that are important to me where it's like, I need to actually like keep people involved and like do all this other community stuff where like in my head, oh. I know I can be a good player, but my hands and my ability to like actually <laughs> train and practice are that's oh. I, I ain't got it I, no mo. <laughs> I, I have seen I have seen Lucky D win like a hundred man tournaments that he ran. <laughs> hey, 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 I didn't break those at all. Let's go. Hey, listen, <laughs> I, hey man, Dalsum, you had one of the best Dalsums in America. Like I would, I will say that one of the most interesting Dalsums to watch back in the Street Fighter Four era, but. I, I appreciate that. that. Another time. I appreciate that. That was another and, time. And yet, and that's part of the crazy thing too. I get called by like the Burkishes of the world. They call me like the OG Lucky D. And in my mind, I'm even though I've been playing forever now, like 10, 10 plus years, like I'm don't feel like an OG because right. I know the guys who came before me. Yeah. And the guys who came before me were the guys who went to Chinatown Fair. And would call Justin Wong little Justin because Justin Wong wasn't anything yet. Mm-hmm. Like, so even though I've been playing forever and considered OG, in my mind, I'll never be OG compared to the guys who taught me. There was always someone who came before. That that's always part yeah. of it. That's um, true. Speaking of you know finding locals and, and an online warrior, perhaps finding his his spot. Uh, yep. Berkish, how how did you? And I know you're not online warrior, but how did you? Uh, online warrior Berkish, oh, yeah. just stop talking. <laughs> that was the, the I know that was the transition that I made, but it wasn't that hell that yeah. wasn't fair. That wasn't fair, uh, and also not really true. Uh, no, but absolutely. like how, how like how how did you find uh, the New England community? Where 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 was your foothold? Yeah, so like I pretty much it was exactly how like kind of Dan explained where I was like I play. Street Fighter Four. This is back in like 2012. I'm in like middle school, right? And I was oh, like, I, shit, you know, you're I, young. Fuck, existential <laughs> yeah. crisis just hit me. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Go um, on, go on. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna it, reel back in my possible. chair and look off into the distance for a while. Yeah, and I was I was in middle school eating my yeah. eating my spaghettios. Um, and so yeah, so I was like, okay. The the problem was is like. Fighting games had never been super popular. Like everybody back then was interested in like Call of Duty or whatever. It's fair. And so I didn't have anybody to play with. So I was like, okay, I need to find people to play with. And at this time, I wasn't a very competitive player. Mm-hmm. But I literally just Googled like New England fighting game scene. And the first thing that came up was a place called Game Underground uh, in Framingham. So I was like, okay, this is cool. Like I'm in middle school uh, and I want to go play fighting games with strangers. Um, so I literally, I had my mom drive me to Game Underground. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to meet a bunch of new friends. And then I show up and the whole, and this was after apparently a flood just happened. 
Oh. So, uh, Dan, I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I walk in. I'm like, all right, let's play some fighting games. And there's nobody there. And it's literally the whole place. There's water everywhere. And we, um, we, that venue, that venue, is ha, has always been a fighting game staple in Mass. But and you know, usually our fighting game events will get I don't know, you know, like something 10, 20, 30 people all playing, especially Street Fighter Four. And when Nick showed up, he was brand new, so he didn't hear from any of like the social media ways that we reach out to people yeah, and say, hey don't in. come don't come and when he came in i felt so bad i was just like oh and i was there with my mom too oh, that's the part that makes it there. worse <laughs> i swear to god people come here this isn't this, this is not, <laughs> i was this like oh great local you got here it's this uh, is not just me <laughs> sitting here alone playing well no okay so the first person i saw was jamie and i was like hey i'm here to play street fighter and he was like, "Yeah, I know the whole place is flooded. You can't, no, no, can do." It. And then, and yeah. then you came out. It was you and Jamie were the only people in the store. And then you came out, and you're yeah. like, "Hi, I'm like Lucky D." And you're, like, you're like, "Hey, let's just play." So even though there was water everywhere, me and you sat down and we played for like two hours. Yeah, and that I was my first experience. Yeah, I, and I, I have to, yeah. I have to ask for clarity. Yeah. The people want to know. It's the first thing that came to mind. Did your mom stay? <laughs> Uh, yeah, she was my ride, man. Dang. Yeah. Didn't even, like, go around the corner. Oh, shit. Oh, well, maybe she went to the store. I mean, this was so long ago. But then that, that's what got me into it. And honestly, like... Shout out, hey, shout-outs to moms. Shout-outs to, yeah, of shout course. to FGC, FGC moms. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, and I think, like, having that sort of, like, I guess, like, more intimate introduction was kind of a good thing. Because, like, I got to know Dan, who runs everything, and he was super nice. So I was like, okay... You know he seems nice like and he seems helpful so then when i showed up next week i didn't know anybody and there was like 100 people there but i knew dan and mm -hmm. so i could talk to dan and this is like i would this is back when i was going i went oh and two every single week back then um everybody does everybody does right so yeah. um and then that's how i got introduced and then i just met a bunch of people and then like at that point i, I kind of got the bug and i remember like after like week three i was like you know like one of these days i'm gonna win one of these and like and this is when i was still going oh and two i was like i'll make sure like i'll make sure i win one and it took me like two years, but I did start winning. So that's how I got started. Nice. And now uh, the same. Do you guys still use that same venue? No. Uh, so the, yeah, not so we do. And oh, not we, that particular one. We, Game Underground still right. exists, but it moved. Right. They okay. moved. They moved. They moved a couple different locations. But Game Underground is still a staple in the Massachusetts area for fighting games. But like I said, there's a bunch of them now. So. Um, you know, there's a bunch of places and a bunch of days that you can go out and find people. And like Nick said, with the whole flooding thing, the thing about the locals is that for the most part, they're always very, it's, I mean, it's, it's still very an underground type of thing. Like you might see like, uh, things like next level or Wednesday night fights at like esports arenas, but for the most part, if you go to like a local scene, it's still very much like just a bunch of guys who are organizing things just to play people. Right. It's and it still has that very big that very grassroots feel to it. Um and it's transitioning so there's other portions of it, but really the bottom line like is if you've never been to a local, just go and keep, be open-minded and then know that like, you know, it might not be perfect but it's it's really fun like it's obviously like super like nick said you get a bug by meeting people competing going on to going back after going on to that whole the whole journey it's crazy yeah and like getting to run sets like sitting at a sitting at a station and getting your ass kicked over and over until your ass doesn't get kicked 100% Maybe like it's ninety five percent kicked, and then yeah. you go, aha, I've made progress. Um, oh yeah, like there's nothing to compare. Like we have one player in our scene uh, named Zaf. You probably know who Zaf is. Zafarino. Um, Zafarino, yeah. Word. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, like and for like for years, I was never able to beat him. So it's like the first time I beat Zaf. It's like that was like such a great feeling. Yeah, super talented. I mean, you also have like scrubs out there, like. Uh, I mean, up to snuff who like was doing nothing <laughs> at all. And then he moves out to California and all of a sudden he's like a superstar. Am I right? Right. Up to snuff. 
He's a no. god. I mean, yeah. he was a fucking nobody out in New England. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like not winning anything, and then a <laughs> couple weeks out in <laughs> out in California, uh, look where he is now. Yeah, uh, I just that dude's been fucking awesome for a long time. Uh, yeah. I I still like remember to this day, like when he was it twenty sixteen. It must have been twenty sixteen, right? Evo twenty sixteen, where he just dunks Momochi. Like uh, no, he beat Mago. Mago, oh, Mago, Mago, yeah, Mago, yeah, Mago. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said yeah. Momochi. And uh, dunk is a really good word because he uses Nikali. He, he, but he like dunked. <laughs> He dunked him a straight 4-0, like yep. four rounds out. And I was like, yo, get wrecked. That shit was and, hype. And the cool thing about the when when you get to like that level, like, you know, not everyone's gonna get to that level, it's, but if you get to that level, like Mago, they ran into each other like over a year later at um like a I don't know, some gathering of players, and Mago saw him and he immediately was like I don't want to play you. I know who you are. Get away from me. <laughs> Still has resentment in his heart. I get it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was over a year later. It was a rough time, but I mean, he labbed the matchup and is obviously has, has been a strong player for a long time, but enough about that uh, tall chump that <laughs> he's like a scarecrow. It's like, it's like a skeleton. That man, yeah. he's, <laughs> He's huge and he weighs like a hundred pounds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm. I, I just like making fun. He's a good dude. He's actually like one of the nicest guys. Like, please, if you have the opportunity, or if you want to like learn any Nikali tech or run the Nikali set, hit him up. Uh, he for will sure. like a hundred percent be down for it. Um, yep. But enough about him. Let's get back to what it was like starting up Traveling Controller, because this right. was probably. I mean this. This was no small task, uh, and I I think that there could be practical advice for people out there who see an opportunity or see a uh, people in their region or just nothing in their region to have like going from nothing to something. Of well, what did you even need? Like how much? How much? Like how much money does it take? What kind of like what kind of experience do I need to like start this like pop up? FGC uh, company. Yeah, I mean, definitely first thing is if you ever have questions or need advice or anything like that, just feel free to hit me up. Uh, I might take a second to respond to you, but just feel free to hit me up. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I get I, it. That's actually it's funny. kind of like a. It's funny that you say that because it's like every like four months or, months or so, you'd be like, hey, how's this? And I'm like, this is great. Like, it's great. Are you doing this? Yeah, like, yeah, this I actually had, I had drafted a message to you that was like uh, a question, uh, uh-huh. because it was. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is kind of like funny. Uh, speaking of like not having like the time, because like you're extremely busy. Obviously, this is not your full time job. Uh, you have like a career of your own and also do this like extra stuff on top of that, like basically running a, a company on top of that. And I had drafted the message, Hey, do you have like a social media manager that can just do all like some of this stuff for you <laughs> so that you don't have to like, no. so this is taken uh, care of. Uh, and I, and I, and I can't stress this enough. Two things. Traveling controller. It's just, me in terms of traveling controller like this is a this is not mm-hmm. this is a very like it's low I, overhead if if yeah it's well it's i mean it's just me like it's just me pushing everything that i that i push for um that i want out of it like it's it's me pushing really hard but that being said a ton of people help like right. a ton of people help with little things running brackets me throwing ideas at them um you know whatever like venues set up other organizers like yeah everything everything that you can see from like fgc stuff at the local level i have a ton of help and everyone's super awesome about it and uh i feel really good about the whole 
like everyone's playing everyone's competitive everyone's playing for like good reasons um and it's because of how chill the community is that it exists in the first place cool and also isn't so isn't our local like the second biggest in the country uh to my knowledge in terms of bodies yes in terms of bodies and consistency uh 60 to 80 never going lower sometimes of above that's every so the biggest local in massachusetts is, is the balance batch local on fridays um and that is that place is always packed and it's like eight tournaments at eight o'clock on fridays uh every relevant game and then sometimes pocket of communities that come out too and it's just a constantly changing thing um with yeah, just a ton of people playing fighting games me, it's, you've sent it's me wild. some like some stuff from that because you do like fun stuff for the stream too you're at least like trying like different weird shit like you're uh like your man in the field we got a man in the field you guys still doing that yep. oh bro remember that yeah. oh my god yeah. yeah we did that for we did that for a while uh yeah we were always trying different things with the stream um and it's just important just it's just as important for me that uh people who are local to the scene know and it exists and like the stream is kind of catered to them as well as a larger audience you know it's uh because it, it's all really about people sitting down and playing fighting games like that's it and everything gets centered around that so i've told everybody i will say this though too i mean you said this into your microphone i did record it this will be broadcast worldwide uh Uh because i know that there's international listeners you did say second largest local in the states. Okay, you said in the states. He did. All right. So oh. to clarify, he did say second large. I just want you to the people here very clearly. <laughs> that's lucky. That's I said that. For, I said that. That's at that's fortunate Dan, uh, no, <laughs> at fortunate Daniel on twitter.com Send all the complaints and saying that your mm-hmm. local is bigger to that their lucky D is bigger. Uh, oh, baby. <laughs> Wherever you live, I don't know where it is, but dude, it's just exactly like, um, isn't it like everybody, every scene claims to be the third best, where it's like you have Cali, <laughs> New York, and then we're always like, yeah, New England's the third best scene, yeah. but then, no but then like, because no one's gonna look Ohio, to prove who's the third best, right? And then Ohio <laughs> oh, will be like, yeah, sure. we're probably the third best. Uh, Florida will be like, yeah, we're probably the third best. Uh, Everybody to, thinks they're the third best. To that, I'll say, fuck you guys. I'm the number one best. We hey. online weekly. Hey. Well, hey. The best. 100%. The, I know it. Reddit that's a Street fact. No, it's true. It, it is a fact. Uh, it is very true. That's ju- It's just science. How can... How, I mean, who can <laughs> say? I would say A4 uh, Andre is number two, but put him back on Twitch, please. Uh, is he still? He's still fucking banned. Can you fucking believe it? Oh, I my can, God. It's I been... just assumed that resolved itself. Nah, not even after oh he like went public God. with the reason, which was like uh, still a hundred percent the reason why. Like him and I talked privately uh, shortly after, and he was like, "All right, so like if you're wondering actually why, here's here's why." Uh, but like, don't say this out because I don't want to affect the appeal process. But sure, sure, sure. Uh, I got to hit up the appeal process, and then like. Still That's nothing, wild. and we're like, how like almost like three months? Yeah, I want to say That's, like fucking long time. That's wild. That's crazy. I mean, that's like, that's money on his part, and that's a whole. I mean, he's still running yeah. the events, and, he's and, just doing it on YouTube now. And you know, that's like, uh, that's a big thing where the scene has really changed to in mm. terms of this whole. I mean, the streaming and the YouTube. And the national awareness, um, all, all of that. So if I was to say like one thing that was super important for people trying to like grow something on their own, mm-hmm. it's the stream and the YouTube and the social media is all super important. But it's it really needs to always be focused on the player, like the player, the player experience. Yes. Yes, and making sure making sure people are physically going and playing. Like if Berkus shows up once and no one's there and and it's a mess, um, you know, I can tell him to come back, and he <laughs> and he might come back. 
Um, I mean, I live five minutes from the venue. Right. And then if he comes back again and it's the same thing and no one's there, uh, then, you know, it, that's that's your chance. That's It's game over at that point. And mm-hmm. if I'm spending all this energy and time making sure the stream is up and running and not focusing on, you know, like, not, you know, not doing like my due diligence with like the new guy, you know, mm-hmm. like what they play, who they know, how they heard about it. Are they new? How, how new do you, do you, do you know about like the discords? Do you need to sit down and play someone? You know, all, all that stuff. I mean, it's really transitioning someone from like checking it out and being a stream monster to like, Hey, this is something that I actually really want to get into or something that I wish I, I knew about earlier. Right. Um, and something where I just want to go and play someone. Yeah, like I feel like I'm I'm pretty much like the golden like turkey or whatever for like what Dan does is like because I showed up and there was nobody there. It was just Dan, and um, just from like me playing Dan for two hours, I was like, yeah, I'll come back. You know what I mean? Like he didn't say, hey, you should come back. I just left and then I came back. Um, and it was just because of how uh how chill everybody was and like how much fun I had. No, that I I continually say this, and I I feel it to be true. I'm in total agreement, Lucky D, is that player experience is number one. Like you have to make sure that the people who are there to play have a good time playing the games and are able to play the games and yep. get in as much as they want to. Like I realized very early on that like holding up a round or a match because you want to stream that match is nonsense. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's uh, nice for posterity. And like, it, it's uh, nice on the other end of like, yes, like people do get to see this stuff and it gets to promote the, the stream itself gets to promote the players. But if like streams right. down or something, or like it's a matter of getting players in and out at like faster, just, fuck it just let let the players who want to play play in in a lot of senses but i don't know that that's my take on it i take a very hard stance on that of let players play yeah and the whole the whole as the fgc grows and the things get bigger and and things get nicer like it's that i'm not saying like no to stream definitely not i'm definitely not saying that i'm just trying to keep in perspective the things that are just as, if not more important than the things that I think a lot of new people trying to build locals right. focus on. Yeah. No. Um, because, so. cause like, think of it this way. If there's a hundred people watching a stream, that's a hundred people whose asses are not in the actual local. So it's not for yeah. them. It's for the people whose asses are there. I'm I'm worried about it's it's the ass in hand, not the ass in the bush that I'm worried <laughs> about. I'm going after Yikes. the one ass in hand over two asses in the bush, you know? Yikes. Not going after the ass and the bush. I'm just going after <laughs> the ass in hand. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I th- I th- all right, so yeah. we workshopped it. I think we landed on the right one there. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that's uh, that's the joke to me. I want to hear what's next. Yeah, no, I, I had that. no. I think I think that's it. That's the. Okay. I think that's the, the limit of that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dig uh, it. I dig but it. no, I mean that's hey, like more power to you. I mean you're out there in the new New England area. You've got multiple locals running. That the the second or third largest. Who can say <laughs> local? Oh, do you have a candidate? Nice. Who's the second largest? Listen, I'm I, I'm just I'm just saying what. I, it's a it's a good event, all right. It's a good local. It's well established. Um, we're gonna try to uh, have it, another one open up uh, pretty soon Word. at a different spot. So it it's working. Let's just keep building. That's that's all I'm gonna say about that. Out of curiosity, how many setups do you personally move between events? Um, I mean, it always it, like like I said, it's always changing. You but scale. I have. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, 2025 is like the big, like, the, okay, like, we need to bring it, like, you know, it all. But it always depends on how many people, I mean, and when I say, like, when there's fighting games, like, obviously Street Fighter is a huge staple in it, at least in the Massachusetts area. And I've been to a lot of different locals where Street Fighter, I mean, if you're listening to this, 
you might have a local that no one plays Street Fighter Five right now. That's that's very possible. Like, that's fine. Th- there are places that don't want to play it because of you know for whatever reason they just don't you know, like it. It it, yeah. it it can be a game that people don't like, and that's fine. Yeah, but if but if you like it. Go to your if you like it and you have even like an established local, which is like a dude, a couple dudes playing Dragon Ball at a card shop, you know, something typical like that. If you like Street Fighter, go help build Street Fighter there. Like if you like to play Street Fighter with other people, go there and just mm-hmm. let other people know, hey, I'm gonna go and play Street Fighter. Uh, uh, you know, if people are down. Let's let's play. Let's yeah. let's let's get some sets in because and people will come while it is a here's kind of like the opposite side of it right and daniel i'm pretty sure you understand this as well where mm. street fighter 5 super easy game to dunk on right like, <laughs> it is the easiest game to dunk on like of all time are you kidding me so easy <laughs> Uh, it, like so much so that any dunk that I see, especially as a moderator of our Street Fighter, it's like I've seen this ad nauseum thousands of times. puts me puts me to sleep. I don't give a fuck about that. Thing about it, fucking ton of people play Street Fighter Five. Like a lot of people play that game. Like that is yeah. undeniable. Like it is a highly played game. Uh, three years, like nearly four years after after release like it's it is popular you can you can put asses in seats with that game it doesn't have this like stigma of like i don't like street fighter 5 we're not gonna have that in my local well guess what people fucking play street fighter 5 uh it for what it's worth it it is ultimately a good game that that will bring people and yeah and i'm not i'm not even shilling i'm not even shilling for it i'm just saying if you like street fighter 5 people like it go yeah, go play Street Fighter Five. If you don't like Street Fighter Five, that's fine. And if you want to spend your, you know, your, I mean, if you, if you don't want to go and play Street Fighter Five because your fear is that too many people will be like, hey, like if you're if you're letting like the social media of like people hating on Street Fighter Five preventing you from playing Street Fighter Five, even though you like Street Fighter Five. You gotta figure that out, man. Like you, you gotta, you gotta get over that. You gotta get over that hump, and that's mm-hmm. that's part of like the fighting game mentality. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just getting over that stigma of it. And I'll tell you that if you like Street Fighter Five, there are tons of people, like you said, who play it, who also like it. It's Maybe incredible. not love it. Maybe it, not love it. It's an incredibly popular game. Yeah, it, I think it's a good game. Yeah. It, I, I, Justin Wong would agree with you. <laughs> Justin Wong would rank it S tier. Well, no, it was uh, was I can't remember if it was if there was S plus or just S and then A. Uh, but it is the second tier game, tier yeah. two. In terms of balance, this is one of the. This is no. Uh, this is either the most balanced or the second most balanced Street Fighter of all time. I would argue that is the most Street Fighter five or Street Fighter game of. Oh, all time. I can't think. What game was more balanced? Like maybe four. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I Lucky mean, like D, four, as a Dalsim main. Four Ultra. I played four. I mean, like four Ultra was pretty balanced. Listen, I played a ton of four. I went to Singapore uh, like three months ago, and I played in a AE 2012 <laughs> six wow. cab like arcade where they haven't stopped playing and i got washed for like three hours it was hour one okay 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 i i i'm gonna remember how to do this it's been a minute i don't have delay tech but you know what i can do this hour two was hmm this is okay let's (laughs) make some adjustments here (laughs) this is make some adjustments here hour three it's just me throwing money just me just and i'm i'm getting mixed by not just like the Abukis and the Kamis. I got mixed by a Ryu player, like hard. Like I got Vortex by Ryu, and that's when I had that realization. Like, hmm, I I haven't played this game in a while. These guys never stopped. Ryu pretty, Sim was crazy. a fun matchup back then. Man, that was a fun matchup because he had to gamble so hard in the neutral. Yeah, and yeah, it was. I mean, so it was it was a ton of fun. I also am a huge Third Strike 
like I love Third Strike. Yeah, that's but, so, like my... to that to that point though, like not a balanced game. Like I, when you <laughs> say like Street Fighter Four, I'm like, yo, Hakan versus Dalsim was fucking free. Like there are so many matchups in that game where I'm like, yeah, you just get you get washed. Like you just get yeah. trounced. Like that that's fine. The Street Fighter yeah. Five. There's a there's a large contingent of like tournament viable characters, I believe. And um, I'll I'll give you like the 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 other side of the coin of that. Street Fighter Five is super balanced, and I part of me doesn't love that. Yes, part, part I'm, of I, me. I have said on this podcast before. I'm in 100 percent agreement. Right. Please, please riff riff on it. Go ahead. Like well, like I mean, and this is okay. Again, this is me being like a little like in the past, but playing not just like playing like the broken stuff and then beating the broken stuff and like if you so i played sim able sim was impossible that matchup was so hard and if you beat an able player who was good in tournament there was nothing else they could do like the only reason you beat that matchup is because you're you just outplayed them like straight up like you just you just knew you just know the matchup and the intricacies way better and part of that is the engine of Street Fighter 4 had a deeper thing, but that's also where, like, I don't know, Third Strike Parry, you know, CVS 2. Uh, roll canceling. Uh, yeah, roll canceling or even just A group. You know, just uh, if, yeah, the, if the could, system itself comic, can make, like, really unique, like, raise the bar of it. So, like, even though Street Fighter 5 is super balanced and there's a super good pro to that, I actually am super scared if Street Fighter 6 comes out and it's a deeper game, I'm super scared of all the Street Fighter 5 players, like the Burkishes, who are going to play 6 with a higher engine. Because 5 makes you pay attention to things you never paid attention to mm-hmm. in prior Street Fighter games. Like, like knowing all the frame data, super hardcore, is something that I still don't am not super accustomed to. And all the new Street Fighter players are so... Like, like you have to know it. Not only knowing it, but also knowing, like, well, here's the space I'm at on block where, well, actually, I can't do this here. I it, And to that effect, if I take a small, if I walk backwards for two frames, then I'm yeah. totally out of range of this thing. Uh, it's... It's crazy uh, highly specific. The The amount of high-level play you get in Street Fighter Five is, like, the amount of knowledge that someone has to have is is bonkers uh, yeah. to actually be competitive in this game. Uh, but I agree. The the level of competition also has just stepped the fuck up. There's yeah, some, it's crazy. There are some it, strong players out there. Burkish, you know. Oh, of course. There's a ton of strong players. I mean, the thing about 5, too, is, is like I feel like 5 doesn't have that barrier of entry that other fighting games do. Like, if you want to be a competitive Marvel player, you have to figure out some infinites, right? Um, or Marvel 3, at least. But it's like with 5, it's like, it's more about, I've heard this a lot, where 5 is more of a, just a straight-up test of mental strength more than anything. Um, like, keeping your head in the game is, like, all 5 is about, because everything kills you in this game. So it's really just being able to, like, constantly weigh risk-reward. Um, and, like, I said, yeah, it's like you said, it's more about the little stuff uh, rather than, like, these big, like, oh, I have to know this setup or I have to know how to block this unblockable setup. It's more like mm-hmm. how mentally stable are you and, and, and how forward thinking are you is the way I look at five. Yeah, I have said similar things on that topic. If actually you were at Combo Breaker, I was quoted in that book saying something basically along those lines. Uh, that is that is my stance on it as well. Yeah. Um, but enough about Street Fighter Five. Uh, we can we can stop talking about that because uh, there's other stuff going on right now, uh, yeah. like other games right now. How do you guys feel? And this is this is kind of a hot button topic, uh, and I can understand why. And if people listen to was it last week or the week before? I can't remember. The episode where we where I ran down through the list of the bullet point list of people's most wanted things for Street Fighter Five. Input leniency or input lag. Uh, one of the the higher voted things that people wanted. Uh, they want less of it. Samurai Showdown. 
eight frames of input lag. Eight frames. It feels terrible. Eight frames of input <laughs> lag with eighty-six percent uh, solidarity on the on the end. Again, thanks to to Weed on Twitter. That's Doctor Weed on Twitter. Uh, he's a fucking man. He jumped on it, hopped on, got his his input input lag test done, and was like, "Hold the phone. Uh, this ain't good. Uh, <laughs> this ain't good at all." Uh, so what's like? I don't know, because I, I, I know that I have my personal take on it, but what is, has your communities been talking about it? Has people been, like, planning for Sam's show now and then being, like, backing off of it? What's, like, the local, Dude. what's the smoke on the street? The one thing, okay, one thing I will say is the director of Samurai Showdown, or, like, the creator, like, re- directly responded on Twitter and was like, we'll look into it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's cool. So, like, they might lower it. Um, but I did think it was funny. Like I was in, so I'm in the Samurai Showdown Discord, and the second that that was announced, some guy was like, "I'm canceling my pre-order," and I was like, "Okay, that's a little extreme," <laughs> because you know, input delay can be fixed. If you're that, like, you're the only reason you wanted to buy a game was because it had four frames of input delay. That's a little, a little harsh, I would say. But in general, I do think if the game comes out with eight frames of input delay, it will probably turn out to not be a competitive game. Um, right. If they fix it. Yeah, the assumption is that they are gonna fix it. Um, if and I agree with Nick. If they're not gonna fix it, and they can't fix it either by launch or hotfix very quickly, then that's gonna be probably pretty bad. But yeah. other than that, I think people are, from what I've heard, is that there are people who are pretty excited to play it. Um, both from just being SNK fans mm-hmm. and being. Samurai Showdown fans of and after seeing like the engine, like it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of slow, but like that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's yeah, like I, I kind of, I, I think I'm gonna end up like, if the game is like competitively viable, I think I'm gonna compete in it. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 cool. I, I personally just to show my bias, I am still excited for it, but. Actually, after doing the research that I did for the episode where I broke down the the list of Street Fighter V complaints, like I think it was two episodes ago. Regardless, yeah. I actually like looked into like how 3D fighting games use rollback netcode and like the windows of input leniency that they need to build into the engine to then apply to a netcode for it to work, and like eight frames in general is like what people start at. So that's like your starting block is that eight frames of, of leniency for you need that in input lag to also make up for your rollback net code later. It's all tied together folks. So it all makes sense. Listen to that episode. I got like in the weeds of like Pepe Silvia on the back on the, the, the whiteboard over here circled red ink whole. It was a whole thing. Uh, but to me, when I saw that, I was like, it's a beta. Kind of makes sense. I will see when it comes out. Like, you don't have to pre-order it now. You can buy it before, the I think, the 31st of the month, and you can still get yeah. all the DLC. Like, they're not forcing you to buy it right away. So let, let Weed do his testing after launch, see if everything's all fixed up. And if that is something that truly matters to you, and if it hasn't been fixed, like, then that community should, I don't know, rise up against it or, or, or do what you got to do. If it's a game that you're passionate about, that's fine. Uh, but in my mind, I think, you know, this is a, this is a beta test they're probably using it as a test. We'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah. And I think in general, like if you're a Street Fighter V player and you're good at Street Fighter V, there's a good chance you could be good at this game. Um, just because it has a kind of similar play style, to be honest. Um, well, other than the fact that there's no offense, there's no offense in the game. See, offense actually doesn't agree with that. I mean, maybe I think the I neutral, do. I think the neutral is the almost the same as Street Fighter V. I think the neutral is the same. But hmm. there is no sense of, and I've never played Samurai Showdown. This is my first one. Okay. But I will say that yeah, the main difference is there's really no, there's not a big offense. Like everything, every move, almost every move is punishable. Um, and I'm probably gonna make mistakes because I, I I haven't played like all the all the other games. But pretty much every normal move is punishable. Almost all of them, once hmm. you're close. So because of that, offense is very minimal. Um, 
So it's like the offense is like really short. Like you can press like one or two buttons and then that's it. And you're never plus on block unless you get a jump. Yeah, there um, were in Sam Sam Show Two. It was very common to have like whole rounds go go by and characters not press buttons for like a large chunk of time. Uh, that's that wasn't uncommon because of how fucking risky it was to whiff something and then have Halmaro hit you with that heavy slash and then your health just is gone. And oh you know, man, some of the punishes in this game is gonna look so good. See, the, it's gonna, that's the, other, the part of it, too, is that some things are punishable on a hit because you can cancel it into whatever the fuck it's called and then uh, no. punish them with, like, your big super move. But anyway, uh, okay, enough Samurai, Samurai Showdown, too. It's, it's fun to see people excited about that in different regions as well. Just And also yeah. nice for me to get other people's takes on it, too, because I'm kind of, like, outside of it as someone who runs a Street Fighter podcast. Uh, but anyway, before we wrap up and head into the end of the show, I do want to bring up one thing, one community thing that happened recently. Uh, but Nikhil, uh, just want to briefly mention underwent cancer treatment and seems to be doing okay. Uh, I don't know if everything has been fully funded yet. I'll try and get a link in the show notes if that's something that you feel like compelled to give towards this is this is something that happens within the fgc fairly regularly it's been a long time since there's been like a big medical expense to to pop up within a player within a community or you know or even like something being stolen from a community where it's like we need like just something to help out to get us back on our feet uh been a while and this was something that's like oh yeah that's like he's kind of under the gun here like it's not it's not a good situation but it looked like he's on the mend uh he's just got definitely got some medical bills so i'll i'll try to include that in the show notes and if not hit him up on on twitter.com absolutely uh but again just wanted to mention that all right before we get into the final topic uh burkish is there anything that we haven't talked about uh, during the show that you would like to mention or bring up before we we pull the shades on this one? Um, no, not really. Um, I will say shout out to my sponsor, Dramatic. Um, I recently just got like they just sent me a jersey and it looks really cool. So esports shout is out whack. to them. Fuck esports. Hey, no, no, just shout out to Team Dramatic. <laughs> yeah, so that's about that's yeah. That was the only other thing <laughs> with a K. All right, uh, Lucky D, what's up? Um, I think just the top of my head, uh, shout so shout outs to, uh, uh, Red Blade. He did really well. Oh, he got second at Combo Breaker. He got second Combo Breaker at Under Night, and he only lost to a Japanese god. And th- just to, just to give you reference, he's a chill dude. He came to the Massachusetts Anime Monthly the week or week after, like one or two weeks afterwards. Um, and he, uh, I don't mean to blow him up about this, but it's, uh, I need to for the story. He lost to a local uh, in grand finals. He lost to Foxov, um, who's a very good player too, and is a hype grand finals. And Red Bull is just super chill about it. He's like, all right, cool. All right, I'm going to go play in my uh, Sailor Moon uh, tournament match now. Oh, you guys you know, got Sailor just... Moon too? Fuck. Well, yeah, we have That's like a, a strong logo. Sailor Moon community. community. It's really weird. Yeah, it's crazy. You guys uh, gotta hit well, up the Toronto scene with a with a oh, scene when scene. when when Willie came to PAX, we talked about Sailor Moon, and I was just like, "This is this is just a wild thing." I'm talking to a, a Canada guy about relevant or. Er, comparing sailor moon stuff and it's like i was like what what is happening this is You're talking about the tier yeah. list of sailor being like yeah no <laughs> i i know and, and i'll tell you this shout outs to omni rabbit and jackie robertson and all the guys who run the massachusetts sailor moon scene i told omni rabbit when he first proposed that he was like hey can i start bringing sailor moon to one of the weeklies like it's it i want to grow it and i love the game and i told him like i'll give you all the resources you need and i'll help what i can but it's really all on you for that game like that game doesn't have enough like inertia outside of it like if you really dig it 
you've got to you're you're going to be the driving force behind it and he just took it and ran and now we have like regular <laughs> not regular but probably bi-weekly sailor moon brackets at the weekly it's really funny mike smith Volcano Kakuma is like nationally ranked because he wins a ton of the weeklies. <laughs> and then they submit, yeah, because they submit the weeklies every week. So he gets points every week. Oh All my right. God. That's fucking rad. Yo, there's a pro tour? There, there, uh, I don't know. I don't remember how it is now, but there pro was a tour. point ladder system. Yeah, yeah. there oh, is. Yeah, okay, well, and just for reference, yeah. the winners of the tournaments get like cookies. Like, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't play for money. Like first place yeah. gets like a chips ahoy. Hey man, that's like, yeah. that's what makes the best. <laughs> honestly, that's what makes the the best players because it's not the people who are motivated by by the cash. It's the people who are motivated by being the best. Yeah, uh, man, and that's just fun oh, fact. And, and I'll tell you, when we at one of the anime monthlies, Sailor Moon was a bracket, and uh, I can't remember what her name is but someone came down who is like pretty good at that game and one of our locals um tam he beat her in bracket for it and he popped off he went off he was so hype he won that match you defend i was like you gotta defend, defend yeah. your local yeah and i just i looked over and i was like oh what happened wait tam won his sailor moon match oh my god i gotta get over there hold on like it's just it's awesome, you know. It's, right, and it's Sailor right. Moon, like you know. Enough Sailor, Sailor Moon here. hype. We've talked about enough yeah. anime bullshit on this podcast to, uh, to fill a whole <laughs> month's worth of podcasting of anime bullshit. We gotta end this show. Uh, Burgish, I'll let you go first because I can't let you leave. Are you still with us? Still got time? Hi, hi. How you doing? Okay, very quickly because I know you gotta run. Uh, can you tell me what is your favorite normal attack in any fighting game, and subsequently, what is your favorite combo in any fighting game? Oh God. Um, my favorite normal move, probably, um, I have no idea, man. I'm, I'm going to go with like, like Dudley, like stand fierce, like that punch in the face. All right. You're holding forward during that. Or are you not holding forward? You're holding forward. Okay. Okay. Good man. And Good my man. favorite, my favorite combo. Um, I love, I used to love, uh, the Dr. Doom stuff from Marvel three, like the finger, mm. the fingers before, oh, no. before it became boring. I used to love it. The foot dive, foot dive, foot dive, foot dive. Yeah, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like the, the original Marlin Pie, like TAC stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. No, those combos were dope. Uh, yeah, Dr. Doom was sick. Uh, all right, good answer. Uh, and if you have to pop off, people can find you at BrickishMan on Twitter.com. Uh, and we'll have all the other links to your stuff in the show notes. Uh, all right, then. So same question goes to you, Lucky D. What is your favorite normal attack in any fighting game? All right, definitely Stan Fierce Punch Street Fighter 4 Delson. It's not even close. That's like, fair. I hit that button so hard and so many times. It's just it's the best, like best, best feeling button in the game. Well, because it's also like, because it's also like a risky move too, right? Like it's a it's a commitment. Mm -hmm. you yeah, gotta, it, you gotta I, commit to it. I've been hit by full screen standing roundhouse ex machine gun blow from deadly like oh. it sucks yeah oh, like that <laughs> also know? but also like yeah. people people might want to jump at you like as a zangief main oh I, that too that's too that's landed on top of your head a number of yeah. times yeah but uh if you've ever seen me play irl i hit buttons very hard so i love hitting that button very hard very good. um uh, and what was the other question uh well the follow-up to that is what is your favorite combo in any fighting game so, okay, favorite combo is actually just a a a one a two in one link. Uh, it's third strike, Ken, crouching medium punch, hit confirmed linked into uh, super. No, I'm for it. Um, simple uh, combos like that, simple links. I I'm for it. Why uh, that particular it, combo though for you? So, it's the Anything pat that's always my focal point of what is hit confirmable in terms of uh, like does the game engine allow you enough time to f physically see it and then input the commands and then hit them on hit and not on block. Right. You can do it. Um, it's a little different with other scenarios, but that's a very great example of it. 
So if you ever, if you're listening and you ever boot up Third Strike and you're like, I just want to try something out, turn on random hit, crouching medium punch with Ken, on hit, confirm into super, on block, don't. It is, when you get that down, it is one of the best fighting game feelings I can, I can, I, I can't stress it enough. That feeling that you can do that, it's super great. Because that's like a, a, a noticeable rung of skill where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I can or cannot do this. This is either right. within or not within my realm of possibility. And once you hit it, you go, okay, great. I'm there. I can, I yeah. can do this now. Yeah. And you can, there are harder ones that you can do. Like mm-hmm. if you do Ken Low Forward Third Strike on Arcade Cab, you can hit confirm that. That is possible, but it's much mm-hmm. harder. The medium punch one is a nice like this is this is like medium hot like medium high difficulty like this shows that you've put practice into it and it's super rewarding without being like I need to see into the matrix like wired in been playing for the last ten years to do this consistently. The like I don't play between a ton. my hands and what happens on screen needs to be zero frames. In fact, well, not really, but right, you guys know what I mean. Uh, no, yeah, that, that is true. Uh, I actually think that James Chen was talking about that and Daiga recently said like, yeah, I can, I can hit the low forward into super. That's, that's confirmable. Easy. Do that low, all the time. Low forward, low forward into super with Ken is the quintessential debate of, is it possible? Um, <laughs> is it, is it possible? And every third strike player who's played on cab played for a long time, myself includes, it is possible. Right. But it's it's very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to you have to practice. Like a, yeah, it's like you have to play fighting games or something. Oh fuck, man! I fucking, <laughs> just, there are sometimes where I'm like, fuck this community shit. I just want to play and have fun. Uh, but yeah. I haven't had fun in a long. No, I have a ton of fun running community events, but playing fighting games is fun too. You guys, I like to do that sometimes. <laughs> Set like, goals. Set small goals. Hey, Don't man, try to win, Evo. No, absolutely not. My goal, here's the thing. This has always been my goal as a Zangief main, 100% through and through. If if you put a Zangief in a video game, I'm going to play that Zangief. Uh, Mm -hmm. My goal is to to not win so much as make turn someone else into a highlight reel. (laughs) If I can do something that that pulls the, the pants down on someone, then I'm for it. Uh, I hate when I get hit by jab SPD in any Street Fighter game by oh, Zengi. It never feels good. It never feels good. And I, it's always the same thing. I don't want to out loud admit that I, I don't want to say it it hits from that far. But <laughs> in my head, I'm like, of course it hits from that far. It's always that far, Dan. <laughs> you, you ask this question yourself every time you get hit by it. Mm-hmm feels bad man yeah that's just you know any opportunity i can pull the proverbial pants down on someone on, on stream even absolutely i'll, t- I'll put yeah. i'll play that card i don't have to i yeah. don't have to win the set here's the thing i don't have to win the set i just have to do the cool <laughs> thing that's where that's where i'm at in my fading game career hey, um, man. <laughs> that, i dig though? it i dig uh, it all right, well, Lucky D, it has been a pleasure having you on. I believe Burkish Man has has popped off. Uh, no. Let me just list, have you. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, th- big thank you to Burkish Man for taking the time, and big thank you to you, Lucky D, and a good luck to you and all that you have going on with Traveling Controller and that whole region of the world. Uh, but where it. could people find you on the internet if they were looking for you and what you do? Uh. Facebook, Lucky D, Twitter, Fortunate Daniel, uh, tw- Twitter and Facebook, Traveling Controller, if you're looking for events. Um, and then uh, we have a pretty, uh, we have Discords and a centralized Facebook group called NEFGC. Um, and that's where you can find a ton of information. But, you know, if it's out there. If you're looking for it, it's out there. And if you're looking for it and hearing this, it will be in the show notes. So... That's mm-hmm. all you have to, if you, whatever podcast app of choice, if you just like do a scroll, it'll be there and you can probably click on it if it's your phone. Anyway, folks, that's a show. I'm at super Joe Monday on twitter.com or at Reddit SF, or you can just go on over to our street fighter and see what's happening. By the way, folks, right now, 
Uh, I haven't been vocal about this on social media, but right now you can nominate any player you want or any, it uh, doesn't have to be a player, it could be a content creator, uh, to go to EVO, the R Street Fighter player sponsorship for EVO 2019. Nominations are open, open until Friday. So that, let me get the dates on that one. So uh, June 7th, the nominations are closing. All you have to do is just drop a name in. It could be anybody. Could be anybody. And then starting on June 10th, we will start the voting. That'll last a week until the 14th. And then we'll send however many players we'll send or content creators to EVO. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I have no say in it. I'm just letting you know. I'm just the messenger and the the wheel spinner here. I'm just spinning <laughs> plates. I just let I just allow this thing to happen, uh, but it's really the community that gets things done. But all right, folks, that's a show. Uh, catch us every week on your podcast app of choice. Uh, I guess rate and review. I'm, I guess I'm put, my lawyer said I was supposed to say that. Uh, actually, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lucky D's social media manager told me to say that, um, <laughs> and uh, and it catches every Thursday. There's also the Monday tournaments uh, for the East Coast and the Friday tournaments for the West Coast. Check our street fighter for all that bullshit. Uh, but until next time, folks, take care. See ya. <laughs>